In the previous segment, we introduced the objection of Chazal to Ha'avarash Nachla, transferring to others the property that one's sons or other heirs should inherit. In this segment, we discuss an important exception to this general objection, involving providing for one's daughters. In the booklet, on pages 42 and 43, we have a Mishnah and a Gemara in Ksuvas. The Mishnah says, Lo kasavla b'nin dechrin dihavi lechem inoi inun yarsin kasav ksuvasech yeser al chulkon demachuhon chayav shu t'nai The Mishnah lists various t'nai ksuva. Our concern here is with the first one. These t'naiim, even if you don't write them, they take effect automatically. This particular t'nai, this is the t'nai of ksuvas b'nin dechrin. What is it? You either write it or it takes effect. What is it? The, the t'nai is that the, the man says to his wife, sons that you have with me, the sons that you have with me, they will inherit the money of your ksuva in addition to their chalek with their other brothers, if I have children from other wives, in addition to dividing equally, all my sons will divide my general estate equally, but your sons will first take your ksuva exclusively only them, and after that, the, in other words, the sons of each wife, that he writes this to each wife, this tonight takes effect with regard to each wife, the sons of each wife take the ksuva of their mother, and then the rest of the estate is divided equally among all the sons. How does that change things? Rashi explains, you can have one of the ksuvas might be larger than another, so even if there are two women and each of them has the same number of sons, but if one ksuva is larger, then the sons of that woman will benefit, or if one woman has fewer sons and one has more sons, then the woman who has fewer sons will benefit because they'll they'll get the, the, the because they'll get the entire ksuva of their mother them, themselves, and the other sons will have to share the ksuva of their mother. Anyway, this is the kind of ksuvas min dechrin that, unlike the the rest of the, a man's estate, which is divided equally among all his sons, the the ksuvas of his wives are 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 given exclusively are are, are received exclusively by the sons the bnin dechrin the male children that he has with uh, with each wife. The Gemara says, "Am Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, Why did Chazal make such a trechana? What was the rationale for this? They wanted to encourage fathers to give their daughters dowries, just as a man gives his son property. His son is Yerushim. They wanted to encourage fathers to give their dowries property as well. Anadunya uh, Yafar Rashi says." because a father might otherwise not be so enthusiastic about doing that, because he knows that if his daughter dies, the husband will inherit her, and then when the husband dies, all the husband's children, who might not be, all, be, be his grandchildren, will inherit, the, will inherit his property. So he says, I'm not sure I want to do that. I'm not sure I want the property to pass out of my family. So we say, no, no, don't worry, feel secure in doing this, because the ksuva and the nadunya that your daughter brings to the marriage, that she receives in the marriage, that she brings to the marriage, they will, they will be inherited exclusively by her children, by her children from her husband, by your grandchildren, so you can feel comfortable in giving her a nidunya. The Gemara says, okay, but that itself needs an explanation. Mi kamidi drachmana amar bro leiras bratelo teras. Is there such a thing? The Torah says, a son inherits, a daughter does not inherit. Vasra abarana misakni de teras brata. And Chazal came along the Rabbanon came along and they said that a daughter should inherit. Rashi explains that the that talking to Tiras Brata, she eaten lahav and mono, she had of ruin lirish. We're encouraging people to give their daughters nadunya. That money that he's giving as nadunya should go to his sons. Why do we want him to give money to his daughter? We said we want him to give money to his daughter like his sons. Why is that good? The Torah says, The Torah says, 
That's in the fundamentally in the Seder Nachlas Rashi says, Ishki Yamasu Beinlo. Then you give to the daughter. If he has no son, you give to the daughter. Why do we want people to give Nedunia to their daughters? So the Gemara says, Hanami Daraisu, that the idea of giving a dowry to a daughter is also from the Torah. This is a Pasuk in this is a Pasuk in Yirmiya. It says, Shem Vanos. The the Navi instructs, take take women. Take wives and have sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to men. So that, that's, the, that's the Pasuk. So the Gemara says, The injunction to find what to get wives for your sons, that's up to you. That, 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 that's in your control. Can you really give your daughters to men? How do you do that? Rashi explains the Gemara's Kasha is that it's possible, it, it's feasible, it's, it's in your control to find a wife for your son, it's the, it's the normal way of the world, a man, a, man looks for his, a man looks for a wife. Is it the way of women to, to chase husbands? That, 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 that's not considered biyad, the Gemara says. So what does it mean? How do you do that? How is it in your control? You can't actually chase husbands, that, that's not seemly. Hakamashmalan the Gemara says, give her clothing and things to cover, give her a dowry, a trousseau, and give her property, meaning incentivize, incentivize husbands, give her an attractive dowry, so husbands should come to come knocking, suitors should come knocking. So that's a makar for giving a dowry. So even though you're right, normally the Torah says, Bratalotaris, but because the Torah also says that marry off your daughters. Which means give them dowries, so that so that that's okay. That doesn't violate the Ratzon Torah of of bra, of bra leiris, The Torah wants wants you to help your daughters get married. Wants you to give them a dowry. Skip now to the the bottom of page forty two. The Gemara at the bottom of the page, beginning of the next half. So three lines from the bottom. The Gemara says Rav Papa Yasikle Lebrebe Abbasura. Rav Papa was arranging a marriage between his son and the daughter of daughter of Abbasura. So the Abbasura was actually Rashi says was his own father-in-law, but and he and he was marrying uh, and he was marrying a wife for his son. He was getting a wife for his son who was actually his own his own wife's sister. Anyways, he went to Abbasura and he was arranging the the shidduch and the detail, the financial details. So Azul Suvasa. So he went and he wanted uh, they, 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 they were going to go arrange the ksuva. And the ksuva included the, the nadunya that the that the father Abbasura would write a nadunya for his daughter and would give her papa's son would give the couple money, so they were going to go make those arrangements. Shama Yehuda bar Maremar Nafik Asa is Chazilei Kimatzul Pischav Kamiftermine. He and Yehuda bar Maremar heard. He went out to meet. He, he went out to meet him. He went out to meet. Uh, he went out to meet him. However, when Havakamiftermine, uh, when uh, when Kimatzalapis Havakamiftermine, when they, they, he went out to meet Rav Papa, but when Rav Papa was going into Abbasura, so Yehuda Bar was going to leave. Amarlei Neilmar Bahadai. Rav Papa said, "No, no, come with me. Come inside with me and join this join this meeting where we're going to discuss my the Ksuva and my son's Nadunya. He saw that Yehuda Bar didn't want to get involved, didn't want to go into this meeting. Amarlei my daita. This is on Gimel and Aleph, page 43 in the booklet. Maidaitach, what is your reluctance to join this meeting? Is it Mishum de Amr Shmuel Rav Yehuda, Shinina Lotav Be'avuri Achsanta, Afilim Mibrabisha, Levratava, Lo Yediyah, Maizar, Nafik Minei, 
We had this in the previous segment. Rata. Is it because of the concern of Havaris Nachla? You know that I'm going to I'm going to try to secure a, a nedunya for my for my son from my from from my from my wife's father, and you don't approve of that because you consider that Havaris Nachla because. Shmuel told Rav Yehuda, you shouldn't get involved in Havaris Nachla, and you think this is Havaris Nachla? You think that a father giving his daughter in a dunya is Havaris Nachla? No, like we just saw in the Gemara before, but this is also Tekan to Drabban. Giving a dowry is legitimate. It's, it's, the, it's a Tekan to Drabban. Before, before we said it's Daraisa, now we call it Tekan to Drabban. Drabban. So this is also the right thing to do. So what's your reluctance to join? Amarlay, yeah, it's true. Giving a, a dowry is legitimate, but if he wants to give it, that's okay. But la suye nami, the but 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 to make him give it, but to me, is that the right thing to do? If if I go in, I'm going to make him give a dowry. I'm going to put pressure on him. That's not right. If, if he wants to give a dowry, he's mekayim the he's mekayim the takanta drabanan. He's mekayim the daraisa. But the but the but if, if I go in, I'm going to make him do it. That's not right. So. He told him, I don't want you to compel him. Absolutely not. I just want you to come in and join and not put, not put pressure on him. It's not so simple. If I come in, my, my very presence is going to put pressure on him. Nevertheless, Rav Papa didn't take no for an answer. He, he somehow compelled him. doesn't say how he compelled him. He somehow compelled Yehuda bar to join him in the meeting. The Ishtik so Yudabar Remer didn't say anything. Maybe he didn't want to put pressure. He was trying not to say anything, not to put pressure. But Ishtik Vyasiv, he didn't say anything. Savarahu Mirtak Rasach. So Abbasura saw that Yudabar Remer wasn't saying anything. He, he, he thought that meant that he was in disgrace, that, that Yudabar Remer was upset at him for not being more generous about the dowry. So he gave, he pulled out all the stops, he gave everything he had. Post can discuss whether that's literal or not, but he gave everything he had. Lesof Amarle, he still wasn't talking. Yudabar still didn't say anything. Lesof Amarle, Hashanami Lomishtoi Mar, you're still not saying anything. You're still upset that I'm not giving enough. What more do you want me to do? Chayedamar Loshviki Midi Lenafshoi. I swear, he says, I didn't leave anything uh, left for myself. I, I gave all that I possibly could. Amarle, uh, no, you're right. Imi Noi Didi. If you're asking my opinion, if you, if you want to know what I, what I would have recommended, Afilu Hainami Dekasvis Lonechli. I don't even approve of the amount that you gave. You gave too much. Amarle, okay, so I misunderstood, but if I gave, if I promised too much, Hashanami Ahadirbi, I can still change my mind. It's not, uh, maybe I should go and, uh, and withdraw my, my, my overly generous offer. Amarle, no, that, that I would not recommend either. Shavi Nafshir Hadrana Lo Kamina, I don't, I, I would not recommend becoming a Hadrana, someone who, uh, someone, someone who, someone who does not keep his word. So, Therefore, so we see we see in both these gemaras that on the one hand, normally braleras brataloteras, the a person's property is supposed to go to his son, not to the daughter. But an exception is for the dowry. That was the takan of ksuvas ben to encourage dowries. Giving a dowry is not, explicitly the gemara says in the, in the second phase of the gemara is not included in Shmuel's admonition not to be involved in avaras nachla. But there are limits, apparently. First of all, the Gemara says you can't force somebody. You shouldn't force him. And also, there's such a thing as too much. There's such a thing as too much is too much is also not appropriate. On the next page, on page 44, we have an excerpt from the Mara Mintz, or Moshe Mintz. He's discussing the, the concept of a shtar chati zachar, chelek chati zachar, chati chelek zachar. And he, he mentions in, the, in his tshuva, he's discussing the existence of such a shtar. 
And in the cont- in, in the course of the tshuva, he explains to, toward the end of the first paragraph. He says the the last line or two of the first paragraph. He says kachis kinu be'elu medinas. This was the ta- this is the takana. He says in, in our in our countries in Germany, litain shtaris lebanos. We give such documents to daughters that they that they are that they will be entitled to half the amount of a zachar, meaning half the amount of their brothers they will receive upon the father's death. Kadesh Yehlehem Parnasa, in order that they should have uh, money, that they Lasio Kadesh Yikpatalam, money to get married and to be attractive to husbands, to attract suitors, and that's why we do it. That 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 the, the Gemara is talking about an actual dowry where they would where they would settle on the on the woman actual money. But also, in addition, or instead, what they did in the time of the Rishonim, and the late Rishonim, was they would give a chelak chatzizachar, a shtar chatzizachar, that would entitle the woman to receive half again, as much as her brothers did, from the estate of her father when he passed away. And the Maramint explains, why do we do this? Shmuel warned Rabbi Yehuda, he admonished him not to participate in Havaras Nachla, Filumibra Bishal Bratava, Mikolshkimibra Labrata. Explicitly, the Gemara said in Baba Basra and Ksuvos, you should not take the Nachla away from a son and give it to a daughter. Says the Maramint, Mikolmakom Lochashvinan Havaras Nachla Mehaitaima. It's not considered Havaras Nachla what we do, giving the Shtar Chatzizachars to the daughters. For this reason, for the reason the Gemara brings, Kedam Rabbi Yochanan, Mishra Mishra Ben Yochai. He brings the Gemara that why do they do Benin to encourage dowries? The Gemara says why is why is a dowry okay? Because that because that's also that's also important. We want people to the the Navi encourages us to to marry off our daughters. That's how we do it by giving them dowries. And the Maramins concludes in the last couple of lines on the page. This is the reason why in in, in our area in our countries. We give Shtari Yerusha, we give these documents that guarantee, that secure a part of the Yerusha to the daughters. The reason is, it's not considered Avaris Nachla, because it fits into the paradigm of the Gemara, it's a form of a dowry, and the Gemara already said that giving the daughter a suitable dowry is mutter, it's an exception to the Isser of Havaras Nachla. On the next page, on page 45, we have an excerpt of the Nachla Shiva. A couple of centuries later, the Nachla Shiva... Is, is, is discusses at length uh, the the Shtar Chatzizachar, the details, how it was written. And the Nachlashiva, in the course of his analysis, says as follows. He says, Why do we give Shtar Chatzizachar? What is the point of this, he says? He gives a reason, different places in his writings he gives. He, he, he mentions different angles of a Shtar Chatzizachar, but here what he says is, This is in order to Make the husband happy with his wife. She should be beloved to him. He's flattered that his father-in-law treats him like a son and gives him a chalik of the Yerusha, kemat like a son. He himself refers to the Maramint, but what he says is a little bit different from the Maramint. The Maramint says that it was given as a form of a dowry to attract suitors in the first place. While the Nachlashiva phrases this as, we want the husband to look favorably on his wife, we want, uh, we want to enhance her shalom bias, we want her to be chaviva beinav, because he'll, he'll, be, uh, he'll, be, he'll look at her with a, in a favorable light, because he knows that his, fa- that his father-in-law is treating her well, and, and giving her, considers her important enough to give a share of his estate. And this takes us to the source on the next page, the Chasim Sofer in Evan Ezer, Chelek Beis, and Kuf Samaches, on page 46 of the booklet, Chasim Sofer has an intricate pilpul in the dinim of Havaras Nachla. In the course of his tshuva, he writes, toward the top of the first column, he says, Nimsa, Imnosein Levito Kilovno. 
If a person gives his daughter a share equal to his son, that's okay. If you give her more than that, that's too much. If you give her uh, an arbitrarily large amount, more than the sun, that's too much. And we saw in the Gemara that, that, this, uh, that, that uh, too much is not okay. A, a certain amount is okay to enable her to get married, but too much is inappropriate, the Gemara said. It was evident from the Gemara. The Taima, why is, uh, why is there a limit? Why is there a gvul? Why are you only allowed to give up to a certain amount and not more? The reason is simple, he says. The whole, really, you shouldn't give her anything, because the Torah says, bra leiros and bra Why is it legitimate to give her any dowry? To help her get married. And giving her as much as a son is enough, the, the, the Gemara says, the Chassam Sofer says, in order to encourage tutors. But to give the, the daughters more than the sons, that is not necessary to encourage tutors, and therefore it reverts to being a vori says the Chassam Sofer. Now he tells us a great Chumrah. Once the daughter is successfully married, she got her suitors, the suitors came and they married her. At this point, to give her anything, even B'Shava is a Vuriachsanta, because there's no longer any, any, any heter in getting her married. Even though we just saw on the Nachlas Shiva that there's another angle, we want her to be Chaviv al-Baila, and some later poskim argue that that, that that justifies writing a Shtar Chatzizachar even after marriage, but the Chasim Sofer is coming from the perspective of the simple reading of the Gemara, which is what the Maramins actually said, that the heter of the Shtar Chatzizachar, the exception to of dowries, is to help the daughters get married. If the daughters are already married, then by definition they no longer need help getting married, and therefore there's no longer a heter of Kedesha Yikbetzuala Enshi, and therefore giving the daughter even even, uh, even even the moderate amount of the Gemara, even that, even Shava B'Shava, he says, would be, uh, be Havaras Nachla, because it's no longer necessary to do that in order to help her find suitors.